Welcome to Wisdom from the Word of God, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Owen Butler, endeavoring to reconnect people with God. Galatians chapter 6, starting at verse 6, you will find these words. Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Today, saints of God, I want to talk to you from the thought, you can win if you don't give in. You can win if you don't give in. Thank you for standing for the reading of God's word. Amen. Amen. The book of Galatians, or the letter to the Galatians, another heartfelt letter from the Apostle Paul to one of the churches, amen, in Asia, amen, uh, the Galatian church. Paul the Apostle was encouraging them in the word of God as it relates to God, amen, and the attributes of God and what God had done for them and their response to that giving from God. The work that God had done, then it was just natural for them to respond. Kind of a letter similar to Romans in that there was the talking about what God has done and then the the call for those who have received the benefits of God to respond at least in like kind. Amen? Amen. Amen. God sacrifice and the response should be sacrifice. Amen. Amen. And so we find ourselves here in the sixth chapter, which in those days it was just getting toward the end of the letter. Because you do know that those letters were letters, amen, not books. And so they were on a scroll and we're getting to the final remarks from the Apostle Paul to the church at Galatia. Amen. He's giving them their last uh, call to action, if you will. Amen. And the first thing that he says to them is to let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. 
Amen. This talks about all of your teaching leadership, your teachers, your pastors, your preachers, those of that nature. Amen. To share in the all good things. It's not just sharing in money. It's sharing in all good things. Amen. It's sharing in relationship. Amen. It's sharing in helping one another. It's sharing in encouraging one another. Sometimes it's not all about money, but it's all about your presence amen with the one who does the work amen to say you're doing all right you're doing good keep on pressing a little while longer just the presence of somebody coming alongside one who is doing the work in the vineyard can help that one who's working to continue a little while longer it is a big benefit even without monetary uh, remuneration just for your presence to be there because nothing can replace somebody giving of their time Amen. Amen. And so we see in the text, Paul says, don't be deceived. Don't be deceived that, that God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that which he will also reap. See, there's some folk around here think they're smarter than God is. Amen. There's some folk in the world that try to mock God. We got guys like Bill Maher and all these old crazy folks that try to make jokes about Jesus and they try to talk crazy and, and, and say why is God hadn't done this and they say God is that but God ain't mocked. And see God don't have to answer when they want him to answer but he is going to answer. Because there's going to come a day when every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. There's coming a day at a great white throne that everything that was dead will be resurrected and brought to the great white throne of judgment. To be checked to see if their name is in the Lamb's book of life or just in the books. And if the name is not in the Lamb's book of life, the Bible says they will be cast into the lake of fire. And in the lake of fire, which is the second death, there's no coming back from that. Amen. So God is not mocked. And so we are those who have to continue to remind the world whether they want to receive it or not, that God is real. And God is not capricious. And if we to say it like this, he's not going to be pumped. Amen. These folk think they more than what they really are. They, they act like they are creators when they are just creations. Amen. But that is the deception. That's why Paul says, don't be deceived. Don't get too high. Don't get too far out there that you think that you're on a level with God. Amen. He said, because whatsoever a man sows, that he shall also reap. See, there's some folks uh, sowing lying, and there's some folks uh, sowing deception. There's some folks sowing murder and discourse, and there's folks uh, sending malicious statements, and there's gossip and all of these things to try to, to mess up other folks' lives. There, there are folks who are stepping on other folks to get where they're going. They don't care who they got to hurt to get to the destination they want to go to. But don't be deceived. Whatever a man sows, that he's going to also reap. See, that's why some folk, amen, when they go out and they think what they need to be doing is killing somebody else, they end up killing themselves. Because whatever a man sows, that he will also reap.
And there are some folk, amen, who have, have been behind the scenes, amen, trying to trip you up on your jobs, amen. Folk been trying to mess you up because they're jealous or they're envious about your life, amen. And all they're going to do is destroy their own, trying to destroy yours. And even if they do succeed in you, uh, plucking you out of your position, if they get into the position, it won't be what they thought it was going to be. Instead of it being a blissful spot, it's going to be a headache. Amen. And there's going to be somebody else coming behind them doing the same thing to them that they did to you. The world talks about this thing called karma. Amen. And all it is is what God has already said, that whatever a man sows, that he shall also reap. When God said in, uh, in the gospel according to Luke, and he said, give and it shall be given. Well, guess what? That works for evil things as well. And if you give evil, that's what you're going to get. And you're going to get that pressed down, shaking together and running over. See, I love the way God put that together. I'm glad he didn't say, give money and you'll get money. Or, or give time and you'll get time. But he left it open. Because that works in many ways. It works for the good and it works for the bad. Amen. So knowing this, amen, we ought to be ready at all times to do good. Sometimes you, you want support, amen. And when you want support, you got to give support. Amen. That's why when I go somewhere, amen, to, to, to be with other preachers and they're preaching or doing whatever they do, I try to be behind them. I try to shout. I try to press them. I try to push them. Because the same support that I'm giving them, someday I'm going to need it. Amen. And I don't want to miss my opportunity to sow so that I can reap. Amen. So we look at the text. And this works in all ways, y'all. In your lives, whatever that is that you need, amen, whatever that is that you desire, give it first. And God will make it come back to you. Amen. But we don't just want to be given so that we get. We want to give it with the right heart that if we didn't get it, we'd still be okay. But knowing that God will give back. Amen. And he, you will reap what you sow. So whatever that is you need. If you need somebody to be faithful in your life and to, to help you along the way in the issues of your life, help somebody else. Amen. And God sees what you're doing. Whether it's 12 o'clock noon or 12 midnight. God never sleeps nor summers. So whatever you need, make sure that you try your best when opportunity arises to do it for somebody else. Amen. See, that's why the Christian can't be selfish. Because the Christian going to always need somebody to do something with them at some time. So you ought to be in the position at all times that when opportunity comes to do something for somebody else, when you need, because someday you're going to need somebody to sacrifice for you. So you want to sacrifice for somebody else while you can. Amen? Amen. And so we look at our text and we see that uh, for he who sows to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. Part of that text goes back to just what we were saying. That whole idea of what they call karma. Amen. Yeah, you, you sow the things of the flesh. You sow discord. You sow hatred. You sow malice. You sow gossip. You sow backbiting. Guess what? 
that mess comes back with more corruption, uh, more envy, more jealousy. All that comes back up out of there. Amen. Because the flesh has an insatiable desire, amen, to continue to eat and to continue to destroy. Amen. The flesh is not our friend. Amen. The flesh is not making us better. Amen. It's not making us in the will of God. It's taking us away. And that's why the Bible says you must put to death the deeds of the flesh. He said the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. But what we want to make sure is, is that we sow to the spirit. And how do you sow to the spirit? You sow to the spirit with the word of God. You sow to the spirit with gaining knowledge of the word of God, but not just knowledge alone, but action to go with it. Because as the apostle James says, faith without works is dead. It's good to know the word of God, but it's better to do it. Amen. And if you want to get some reaping, amen, you got to do some sowing. And sowing is an idea of doing. It's one thing to go down to the, uh, the, the uh, general store and buy some seeds, amen, to buy some purple herb pea seeds, amen, to buy some, uh, some corn, amen, and to plant. But it's another thing to go out and bust up the ground, amen, to cultivate and to get those rows set and to go out there and sow that seed. See, it's not just enough to know that these are seeds, but you got to finish the work. Amen. So if you're going to get the best that what God has for you, you got to get in line with his word. You got to not just know his word, but you got to do his word. And it's in the doing of his word where you do the sowing and then you can do some reaping. Amen. Don't ever think it's just enough to know God's word. No, you got to do it. And in order to do God's word, you got to do some sacrificing. See, that sacrifice is uh, integral of God's program for God's people because God is the ultimate sacrificer. Amen. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, left glory, left all that behind to come down and put on flesh, to live amongst a bunch of folks that didn't care nothing about him. Amen. And then at 33 years old, he died for the sins of the world. He died for folks who said Hosanna on one day and then said crucify him on another. Now, there's no greater example of sacrifice than Jesus Christ. So Jesus is expecting us to do a little bit of sacrifice. And amen. Gosh, at least sacrifice for some that haven't uh, stabbed you in the back. Amen. Even more to those who are your enemy. Because the Bible does say love your enemies. Amen. And pray for those who despitefully use you. But the good news is that God won't miss none of that. Amen. When you don't feel like it. Amen. Do it anyway. Because you're doing nothing but sowing good seed that in due time will come up. And the good thing about it is you don't know when that seed's going to come up. But it'll come up at the time that you most need it. At a time when you did not expect your life to take the turn, it did. Because you had sown when things were good, that now there is somebody or something there waiting on you in your distress. See, God's got this thing fixed. 
But as we talked about this morning, uh, that the only thing in creation, the only creation that doesn't want to stay in line with the Lord is humankind. It's the only creation that wants to go left when God say go right. But God has an abundance for his crowning creation, amen, that supersedes and transcends everything that he has for the rest of creation. But for some reason, even in that, we want to go the other way. God said, go over here and do that. Talk with this person, do that. Spend a little time over here and say, no, Lord, I ain't got time for that because I got to do this. We're always going off track of what God is saying to us to do. God is showing faithfulness and we show unfaithfulness. But if we just align ourselves with the Lord a little bit, because remember, he didn't say be faithful over everything. He knows we can't be perfect, but he wants us to be faithful over a few things. Amen. Especially when it comes to the household of faith. Are y'all following me today? Amen. So you look at your text. He says, and let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Saints of God, you can win if you don't give in. There's a reason, y'all. There's a reason here, Brother Bond, that, uh, that, that the apostle says, and let us not grow weary while doing good. It's not because everything is easy and that it just, for a reason we can't understand, we stop doing the will of God. No, it's because it's difficult. The Christian walk is simple, but it's not easy. Sacrifice, when it's real sacrifice, it hurts. Right? And it's a thing where the weight of the world is always pressing down on the believer. If you don't believe that, you don't have to do much but turn your TV on and watch something for a little while. It won't take long till you see somebody taking a jab at God's folks. Taking a jab at God himself. Taking a jab at Jesus. And I don't know about you, but if they're not jabbing at me, but they're jabbing at my master, that hurts me too. And every time you turn around, there's some reason why it seems like everybody else can do everything except the Christian. Everybody can come out, pip-popping, be fierce, do this, do that. Everybody's on board, shaking, fist-bumping, and everything else. But let a child of God come out, amen, and try to do anything for the Lord. And it seems like the whole world want to say, shut up and go somewhere and sit down. Amen. That's where we're at, y'all. So we're growing weary and well-doing because it's hard. But the Lord says through the Apostle Paul, don't grow weary. That's how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like this. The Lord said, if they persecuted me, the master, then surely they'll persecute you. It's supposed to be that way. When it's that way, you know you're on the right track. 
When folk are sneering and, and, and laughing at you because you're a child of God and you love Jesus, or you're on the right track then. That means you're showing yourself to be God's child because they wouldn't know how to sneer unless they saw you represent yourself right in front of them. Amen. It's the undercover Christian, amen, who doesn't seem to be going through anything. They may not be going through now, but there's something on the way, amen. And one of the things is God is not pleased. So it's better to know that you are being pressed and that you're in the refiner's fire, amen, than be going along tippy-toeing through the valleys. It's not supposed to be easy, y'all. We're not supposed to be going day in and day out and everything's supposed to be fine. Everybody's supposed to be happy with us. No, the majority should be against us, even though we're trying to love on them. And ain't that a crazy thing? While we're trying to do good to them, they're trying to do harm to us. But that's how it's supposed to be. So Paul is saying, you can win, though, if you don't give in. If you don't quit and, and, and close up your purses and bags and, 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 and pull down your sign and head for the hills, even though it looks like there's, there's no way you can win, you, you can win, though, if you don't give in. If, if you don't decide that something else is more important than Jesus Christ and his work, you can win. Because otherwise you have given in. God never called the believers to be some great huge amount of people to do God's work. Because it's not about our number anyway. It's not about our strength. It's about his strength through us. So really our not giving in means to, not, to continue to trust in him. Because we're not doing it in our power, no way. Well, at least we shouldn't be. Because if we try to do it in our power, that's definitely a burnout deal. That, that, that's that's going to get you burned out real quick, fast, in a hurry. There, there are some young people, amen, that I've seen on some, I've heard on some interviews, amen, that were on fire for the Lord. At least they thought they were, amen. They were on fire for him and... They got disenchanted, amen. They got disillusioned when they, they had disagreement here or there with another Christian and some things that they thought should have worked out a certain way didn't work out that way. So they said, I'm throwing in the tie. I'm done with this. I don't even believe in God no more. And they walk away from the church. You know why that happens? Not because you can lose your salvation, but the idea is, were you ever saved in the first place? The idea of, did you ever get in the ship or were you just by the ship? See, the Bible teaches us that some folk are trying to do everything in their own power, but that's burnout. That's what you end up burnout because you've got your ideas, but God never told you to figure out how things are supposed to end. He said, trust him by faith. Faith, now faith is the substance of things hope for and the evidence of things not seen. In faith, amen, we're living not because we know how the end is going to be during our journey, amen, but we know what God has said the end is going to be. And if things don't work out the way we think they ought to work out, then it's still in the master's hand. We need to know that all things are working together for the good, for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. 
Even if you're going down a slope and it seems like you're going down into the valley, don't forget on the other side, amen, most of the time there's a way back up. So just because you're going down does not mean you're done. Just because God has delayed does not mean denial. Are y'all following me? Amen. And so when you look at the text, you find out that it's going to be in due season. In due season. There's a season coming, amen, that you will uh, reap if you do not lose heart. But the thing is, God never came down and consulted with us and told us when that due season is going to be. Is it going to be the winter of 2018? Is it going to be the summer of 2019? Is it going to be the fall of 2025? We don't know. And we're not supposed to worry about that. Because God doesn't want us worrying about that, but just know that it's coming if we don't lose heart. Some folks think things ought to be done in three months. Some think it in three years. But God said in due season, don't lose heart. For whatever time you have on this earth, keep pressing, keep pushing. Because you can win if you don't give in. Even though it may seem like it's going and it's taking forever. It may even seem like it's getting worse instead of better. And a lot of times things do get worse before they ever get better. Amen. Sometimes you go down before you go up. Those of us that at some point have been in uh, athletics and have worked out and have to compete in any particular sport. There's a time when you're building muscle. Amen. That you actually get weaker. That when you have worked out and then your muscles start to break down, the soreness and all of that comes into your body and you're not quite as strong for a little while. But amen, those muscles and those fibers, they start to rebuild. And when they rebuild, they're stronger afterward than they were before. But sometimes it takes a little while, amen. Amen. It takes a while to work on the thighs and the hamstrings. Amen. Sometimes you're working and doing squats and sometimes those big muscles, take even longer to recover than the smaller ones. But just because they take longer does not mean that they won't recover. And you know, it's a big muscle that we use in this Christian walk called our spirit, and it needs to recover. Sometimes we go through things that are made to just make us strong. Because in our weakness, the Lord is made strong. Amen. And the stronger the Lord is in us, the stronger we become. Amen? Amen. Amen. Because greater is he that is within you than he is in the world. Amen. So in due season, whenever that season is, it may not be when you thought it should be, but don't quit. Keep on doing the work. Don't grow weary. Don't lose heart. Don't give up. Don't give up the fight. Just keep pressing. Amen. And let the Lord give you your due season. And therefore, the text says, therefore, as we have opportunity, we're getting back to that opportunity, y'all. Let us do good to all. While you up and while you got resource and while you're able, while you're not sick, when you got opportunity, do good to all. Do good to those who are in and do good to those who are out.
There's nothing else on the other side of all. But remember that the Lord sees everything you're doing. Whether it's in the dark or it's in the light. Whether it's in the street or it's in the church house. God sees it all. And God knows how to reward you. Amen. And God is never short of his word. But look what the apostle says. Amen. He says, but especially to those who are of the household of faith. Saints, you can't forget that your first order of doing good starts with your brother and your sister. Your first order of doing good in the household of faith comes when you do good to your brother and your sister. Because every time we take care of one another, we show the world that God is a loving God. For Jesus Christ said to us that they would know that we are his disciples by the love that we show one another. So as ambassadors to Christ, representatives in the world, your first order of opportunity is doing good to one another. It starts first at Jerusalem, then to Judea, then to Samaria, and then to the uttermost parts of the world. It starts inside the local body, then it spreads to the greater body. And then from the greater body, it spreads into the world, and then to the uttermost and the guttermost. But you gotta learn how to love your one another. You gotta learn how to love your brother and your sister. Because until you can do that, you can't love that drunk outside. You can't love that prostitute down the street. You can't love that villain who's thinking of doing something wrong until you can learn to love one another. So today, saints of God, I just stopped by to tell you, you can win if you don't give in. That in due season, you shall reap if you do not lose heart. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. The doors of the church are open. There may be somebody here today, amen, who needs to know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The one who hung, bled, and died for the sins of the world. Was put in a borrowed tomb and he was there three days and three nights. But he got up early Sunday morning. He, he died to die in our place. His blood was shed to wash our sins away. He was buried that no longer would them sins be brought up again. And then he rose to let us know that we'll have a new life, life in him. We don't serve a dead Jesus. We serve a Jesus who is yet alive. And the Bible says after a 40 day layover, he stepped out on a cloud and he went back to glory. But he just ain't in glory looking good. No, he's sitting at the 
right hand of the Father. The Bible says interceding for you and for me. When, when we're walking right and then we make a left turn and we, we, we're deterred from what God has set for us a goal. And then when we are not looking good, the Lord looks at the Father and says, but I died for you. I died for him. He's always your advocate. Amen. He gave his all for you. So today, if you don't know him, he's saying his arms are open wide. Come and give your heart to him. Tell him that I'm a sinner in need of a savior. And God will save you. Amen. He will come into your heart and he will make you brand new. Amen. Amen. There 